Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I am your host and so grateful you're joining me on today's Flipping the Script Monday. Now, the mission of Let's Talk is to simply allow God's word by the power of the Holy Spirit to renew and transform our minds in how we see by how we think. And the only way to do that is to allow the word of God to be the narrative to our lives. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how do I know if I'm walking in my ways or if I'm walking in God's ways. So here is what's coming up next. So here are the alerts to know if you're walking in self, ego, pride. These are some of the indicators that will show you immediately, oh, Well, that's not God. Thank you, Lord, for showing me that this is not you. And then just quickly repenting and going, okay, God, let's do it your way. That's how I know when I'm walking in self-humanistic, prideful, egotistical, fleshly ways. Are you ready? It's pretty ugly. But here we go. I get hurt easily by people constantly wanting to control others so I'm not hurt. It's about me, myself, and I. As my pastor in Michigan says, it's the trinity of humanism. Trying to get others to side with me. Being disappointed by others. When I allow others to hurt me, I see all their faults and how they need to improve. It makes me feel better when I can say I made the wrong decision because I was protecting so-and-so. I allow disloyalty from someone else to cause me to be disloyal to God by being moved by what they did instead of being moved by what God has already done. Planting seeds of discord into others by saying, did you notice what they did? Or was that just me? Mm -mm 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 -mm. I forget about how much he has forgiven me and in that I end up not extending his forgiveness over someone else. I'd rather be right and justify by proving my point than to allow God's righteousness and justice to win out. I lead others out to do things with a peasantry mindset versus a flourishing royalty mindset. I have to constantly confront others and how they've hurt me. And then because it's not made right, because I use Matthew 18 as an excuse as to why I need to go to them and let them know how they offended me. Um, this is what happens. It gets really messy if it's not made right. Then it involves others. And then it gets others to be filled with division when all along I was to make sure I was unified, not with them or with their or my agenda, but I was to be unified with the Holy Spirit, which reveals a gentle and quiet spirit to know to be still and know that he is God. Of course, I could keep going and going. There would be a plethora of a list of how we know We're walking in the flesh, but watch what happens when I wake up out of myself and into his presence, worshiping him and praising him and thanking him for all that he is. 
And all of a sudden, it's not about my ability to pray, to thank him, to praise and worship, but it's about the one I pray to, the one I'm thankful to, the one I get to praise and the one that I get to worship. Watch what happens when we walk in him in this spirit. It's beautiful and it reveals his glory once again, which points others to the Father so others can also be reconciled as our purpose is to be ministers of God's reconciliation. And that's from 2 Corinthians 5, 11 through 21. Now, here's what it's going to look like when you're walking in his ways. Are you ready? You are no longer hurt by people. You now hurt for them. You want the Holy Spirit to control you with God's endless, captivating, violent love that was proven at the cross of Calvary. I don't want to side with others. I only want to side with God. I don't see the faults in others. Instead, I see what they were meant to be and how I can go deeper in God so that by default, I improve in him. It makes me rejoice when I allow his decisions to rule me as his mercy is executed. In his presence, even throughout the day, my mind is so fixed on him because my spirit by the Holy Spirit's power is leading me and no longer my soul or that carnal mind is no longer leading me, but the spirit of God is. My memory, remembrance is set on him as I'm in continual awe. How do you not forget how good God is? Is you simply remember. It's the beauty of remembrance. Those checks in my spirit about another person leads me to lift them up to God. And when it's difficult to do so, that is my check to go deeper into God yet again as the deep calls to deep. Ooh, I rejoice when the truth wins out, but I don't rejoice when others are exposed just to be exposed. His love causes me to desire to cover them in prayer. And if I still have a tinge of rejoicing because they were exposed and something they did to me, then I need to go deeper into the Father. My life in Christ is about constantly blessing and praying for those who the enemy attempted to use to hurt me, to spitefully use me or even persecute me. I don't even want anyone to know what's going on because I know God knows and he has already worked it out and I have no idea what he has already prepared. In what seemed like setbacks, I can now see we're really God setting me up to allow his glory to be seen yet again in and through my life. That those moments that I feel pressed are the moments that I get to have the opportunity to press further 
and to the Father. All in all, I, I was reminded today, Holy Spirit has been teaching and showing me how his way will always lift others up with the tools he has equipped us with in praying and blessing as we come to the realization that we believe God was not surprised and he can do things we can never imagine through us. No longer does offense have to have power. Instead of being hurt by others, we hurt for them. And in that, no one can ever be disappointed by someone else. We immediately correct if we see wrong being done. But no amount of behavioral change can ever come close to that change that takes place. When in the awareness of God's presence, that is constant The greatest reminder in all of this is we can do the right things with the wrong heart. But again, when we are aware of his ever presence, our hearts reveal him with effortless grace. It's no longer about having to. Now it's about I want to because it just flows out of me because of a grateful heart. When we come together and we fellowship with one another, it is not about having a like-mindedness of a brokenness. It's not about, oh, I, I get you because I was divorced, or I get you because I had an abortion, or I get you because I went through drug addiction, or I get you because I had an alcohol problem, or I get you because I'm an alcoholic, or I get you because I'm a drug addict. I know we were never supposed to come into unity with the struggles, but we were supposed to come into unity with God who reveals wholeness in the midst of our brokenness. That wholeness is what we are to come together in. And in that, it reveals what he delivered us from. No longer say, I'm a drug addict. Because see, that right there is a declaration to keep you so that when you do fall and make a mistake, you get to blame it on the fact that you are a drug addict. But let me say this. This will stretch you. That instead of saying what your struggle is and that's who you are, you now say, I am a daughter. I am a son of the most high God. And the struggles that I have, I submit to the Father. And every moment, because of my gratefulness to him, I remember who I really am. That the struggles have led me to this place to realize my sonship and my daughtership. That the inheritance of God that was given to me was not given to me out of what I deserved, but what he wanted to deem upon me and upon you because that's who he is. He is abundant life. So he cannot give you anything else but everything that comes from that place of love, which reveals abundant life. So with that said, on today's Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, I want to say thank you for joining me and remembering who he is so that you can remember who you truly are within this earth. 
Remember, this show is all about bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. Scripture references for today's episode from Luke 6, 27 through 38, 2 Timothy 2, Philippians 2, 1 Corinthians 13, Galatians 5, James 1, 2 through 4, 2 Corinthians 5, 11 through 21, Ephesians 4, 1 through 6, Revelation 2, 4. Thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing to both my YouTube and podcast channels.